Hi, YouTubers and wet shavers everywhere. It's SparkerGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Well, I found something in my pantry that I haven't used in some time. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, <laughs> I think it's a little long in the tooth because it's been in my pantry for a while, but it still brewed a nice cup of coffee. Uh, I used the rest of what I had in there. Uh, the uh, McDonald's McCafe Premium Roast. Yeah, this is good. It's a nice, bold-flavored coffee. At least that's what I have in my mug this morning. And again, uh, might, get, might be getting a little old. <laughs> I've had this for quite a while, and I just happened to see it in the back of the pantry, and I thought, wow, how old is this? And I was trying to find the best before or best by date, and I found the area where it should be right there, and there's nothing there. So <laughs> it's a complete mystery to me how old this is, but still uh, a nice, passable cup of coffee. Now, when it was fresh, it was very, very good. So, uh, you know, I'm just saying, it's a little long in the tooth from being in the pantry this long. But I, you know what? I wanted to use it up. Uh, you know, we're in the Lenten season right now, so I don't want to waste anything. So I figured, you know what? I'm going to use this and uh, kind of finish it up uh, rather than throw it out. I don't want to waste it. And uh, yeah, it's not bad. It's, it's, it's a good, passable, basic cup of coffee. But this also allows me to get a nice, new, fresh bag of it, too. So there's that as well. And I'm using my basic coffee mug right here, my basic tan or brownish diner-style coffee mug right here that I picked up at a thrift store for about 50 cents or a buck, something like that. Yeah, so how are you doing this morning? I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Great to see you. Thanks so much for stopping by and sharing your time with me. Hey, before I forget... I happen to see on YouTube a report on pickleball. Have you noticed how pickleball is exploding across the country? Uh, I've learned about pickleball over the last year, and I didn't realize it had such a huge following. There are pickleball courts springing up all over. I know in the Mentor area, which is a little north of where I live, uh, they have a pickleball courts there, and of course the weather's going to get warmer. People want to get people are going to want to get outside, and everyone seems to be playing pickleball. So this YouTube uh, video from uh, Sunday morning, CBS Sunday morning, gives you a four to five minute report on the history of pickleball and its popularity. Now, I don't know if I'm going to play pickleball. To be perfectly honest with you, uh, back in my college days, I played racquetball. And a good high school friend, Gary Unsdorfer. Hi, Gary. I hope you're watching out there. Gary Unsdorfer was just magnificent at racquetball. And we happened to be at the racquetball court at Ohio State at the same time, the same day. And he said, hey, you want to play some racquetball? I said, sure. And I was thinking, wow, I'm a great racquetball player. And he just shut me out. He was so good. And whenever I see him, I always tell him, my gosh, I'll never forget that racquetball match against you, Gary, because you were just so good. I mean, he was at pro level. Uh, he had me chasing that ball all over. So if pickleball is anything like that, <laughs> I'm probably going probably gonna to pass. Hopefully it's not because Gary was just really, really uh, just a fantastic, fantastic racquetball player. Uh, my hat's uh, off to him, always. He was just fantastic. So, uh, again, little history of pickleball and my uh, my mediocre 
<laughs> my mediocre uh, play at racquetball. Let me say, let me just put it to you that way. So again, how are you this morning? I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. As we like to say on the show, good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Absolutely. Hang on, one more sip. Hmm, that is really, really kind of good. <laughs> like I say, McCafe, getting a little long on the tooth. Found in the back of the pantry. But uh, again, you know what? I'm going to use it. going to drink it up, use it, and I'll be able to get a fresh bag now. And uh, hey, if you're taking me along on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate that. If uh, if you are tuning in to the podcast this morning, hey, thanks very much for that and giving it a listen via the podcast. Really do appreciate that. Boy, we got a great show for you this morning. We got a shaving tip. Uh, we also have an extra shaving tip. This is my own extra shaving tip. I'm passing this one along to you. Kind of a little difference, little 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 different approach for the extra shaving tip this morning. We have uh, got a little bit of a Maggard meter, Maggard meetup update uh, for you this morning. Also, some great refill comments. Uh, new wet shave gear. Boy, we got uh, a look at a dop kit by uh, Mark Bagwell. Because you know what? Before you know it, it's going to be warming up. You'll be traveling or playing pickleball (laughs) or both. I'm not sure. Uh, We're also going to revisit a shaving cream, courtesy of Jimmy V, Vico Shave Cream. Uh, Jamie Horn gives us a look at Mula Towels. That's going to be really interesting. And uh, what else we got? Also, uh, another look at uh, some Phoenix Shaving Shaving Soaps. Uh, In questions and comments, we got some more turmeric talk. Uh, a little TSA talk. We also have a look at a really neat razor. And thanks to Ken Surf for the heads up on this one. That's why I haven't shaved yet, because I'm thinking about either doing a review of the of the of the razor after I'm done uh, shooting this, or maybe doing it the next day. Probably the next day, so I have a little more beard growth. We'll be showing you that razor. Kind of neat. And, th- and again, thanks to Ken Surfs for the heads up on that one. So uh, that's kind of got a, um, a lay of the land here as far as what's going on in today's show. I probably missed a couple of topics and that sort of thing. But you know what? We'll get to everything just as soon as we can. Once more, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. And let's kick the show off like we do. Let's kick the show off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Well, this morning shaving tip comes from viewer Tommy1460Z and he writes, hi, Here's another tip. Well, he submitted a tip already, but this one was really, really very good, very unique and original. He already has a sketch, and we'll show you that in a little bit. Uh, And he writes again, hi, here's another tip, this time in relation to another tip from a prior Monday morning mailbag. A viewer mentioned to achieve warm lather by putting a bowl in hot water first. I happen to have a USB charger near my sink, and lately... I got a USB mug warmer, which I usually use in the home office at my computer to keep the coffee warm in my mug while working. But just for kicks, I use this mug warmer in my shaving den on the USB charger near my sink. This time, not for coffee, but I put my ceramic lathering bowl on it. 
That really managed to keep the lather in there nicely warm. I handle it with some care though, because accidentally having the electronic warmer getting too wet or even falling in the filled sink is of course something to avoid. Still, with the right care, the result of the warm lather is just awesome. Also, most of those USB coffee mug warmers are kind of inexpensive. Cheers, Tommy. 1460Z. Hey, Tommy, thanks very, very much for this uh, the shaving tip. This really is a good shaving tip. And yes, some care has to be used when using an electric appliance, electronic appliance in the shaving den. But uh, you know what? You could probably set it up so where you can, you can use it to keep that lather in that ceramic uh, container, that ceramic lathering mug, nice and warm uh, throughout your shave. That's a Really, really great, great idea. Again, you know, handle this with care. Make sure it's not going to fall in the sink or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, that sounds like a really, really neat kind of tip. Uh, a USB coffee mug warmer uh, being used in your shave den to keep your lathering bowl uh, and the lather in it nice and warm throughout your shave. Wow, like that a lot. Now, normally here I say to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George Sketch. Well, Tommy already has an original signed George Sketch, and here it is in his shave den. Thanks very much. Very, very flattered that he framed it up. Really do appreciate that. But let me show you a couple of other viewers who sent along tips, and we just got their snail mail addresses in, and we'll be sending their sketches off. Uh, previously, Trevor Roeder sent us a shaving tip, and I have his snail mail address now, and that'll be going to him. And uh, Christopher Devine. Uh, he sent along his snail mail address, and we'll be mailing this off to him as well. So if you out there would also like an original signed George sketch that uh, Trevor will be receiving, Christopher will be receiving, and also Tommy has already received, just send me a shaving tip. Send that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it here on the morning shaving tip segment of the Monday Morning Mailbag, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So Tommy, 1460Z, thanks very, very much for a really, really neat shaving tip. Really do appreciate it. Well, this morning we have an extra shaving tip, and this is one I've been meaning to pass along for quite some time. It has to do with blade banks. Now, we all have some really, really nice, decorative, functional blade banks in our shave dens. I have this one from Phoenix Shaving, the Vintage Frog uh, blade bank. like this one a lot, and it holds a nice, fair amount of razor blades. But after a while, uh, you know what, There's it fills up and uh, I want to move them to a secondary container that I can kind of uh, have off to the side that is secure, isn't going to dump over and scatter a lot of razor blades all over the, the shave den. And I came across uh, this container here from Tiesta Tea. How about that? Tiesta Tea. Now, if you like tea, brew tea, that sort of thing, check out Tiesta Tea because they have this really wonderful container with a clamped lid. This is the thing that really attracted me to this container because of that clamped lid and also a window on either side of the container so you can actually see the contents inside. And all I did was uh, just 
print out a label to size for each size for each side of the container that says used razor blades. And I found a little bit of razor blade art online and I kind of incorporated that into the label and I glued it on either side of the container. And I have a long-term razor blade bank uh, to hold up uh, a lot of razor blades. But again, two qualities, two features that I like a lot, a clamped lid so it stays nice and secure so nothing is gonna dump out of it. And again, I'll just show you here how it opens up like that and the lid pops open like that and you can look in there and see all the razor blades that I have in there. But I don't even have to do that, right? Let me just clamp that down. You can just look right through the window and see all those razor blades right there on the bottom and I can kind of see the progress of how much space I have left in this container. So I thought that was a really, really good solution. So once my primary blade bank, my nice decorative blade bank uh, gets filled up, I just open up the bottom of it and then I pop open this lid by opening up that clamp and then I dump the blades in there and then I close the lid, I clamp it down, it's nice and secure. Uh, I can look in the window and see how much space I have left. And then I just set this in the corner of the uh, shave den right there on the counter and it's out of the way and I don't have to worry about it until it gets time to go to the recycle center to dispose of it. But I thought the Tiesta T container uh, was very, very functional uh, for the purpose of a used razor blade bank. So check it out, Tiesta T, especially if you like tea. Check out their, their check out their teas. Now I did not buy this container. I got this from a coworker at, at work, and I said, "Hey, can I borrow that?" He was drinking Tiesta tea, but now I'm interested in trying Tiesta tea myself. But he said, "Sure," and I uh, so thanks to Jim Pepperd for the uh, Tiesta tea container, and uh, I just thought it was a great, great uh, secondary blade bank. Uh, to store a lot of razor blades over a long uh, period of time. I don't know how long it's going to take to fill this up, but again, it's got that window right there, and I can just look at it and see how much space I have left. And it's got this clamp, clamped lid kind of locking it in place. So if it tips over, if I knock it over, uh, those blades are not going to, to dump out uh, all over the shave den. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Tiesta T. Check out this container from Tiesta T with the uh, clamp and the window. And all you have to do is uh, make your own label, glue it on, and you got a really, really nice blade bank that'll hold a lot of blades. So I just wanted to share that with you. A really nice long-term razor blade bank. Viewer Angelo Amador Jr. wrote, Hope to see you again at the meetup in Michigan. Yeah, Angelo is referring to the Maggard meetup on April 20th, 2024. Angelo, I hope to see you and everyone again this year. I had a great time last year. This year's meetup is April 20th, 2024 from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. at 124 South Winter Street, Adrian, Michigan, 49221. Tickets are $35 and they went on sale February 1st. 2024. We'll have a link to the Maggard Meetup page where you can get all the information and get your tickets. Uh, it was a great time last year. And again, looking at the uh, page, the Maggard Meetup page, uh, at the time I'm recording this, they have 19 confirmed vendors. Uh, they are Ariana Nevins, Barrister and Man, Captain's Choice, Katie's Bubbles, Chiseled Face, Eleven, 
Henri et Victoria, Henson Shaving, House of Mammoth, Rex Supply Company, Shannon Soaps, Sterling Soap Company, Southern Witchcrafts, Dogwood Handcrafts, Sudsy Soapery, Through the Fire Finecrafts, Armin Blades, Timeless Razor, Holy Call, Wolf Whiskers, and Zingari Man. So we'll get a link to the page where you can get all the information, get your tickets, uh, that sort of thing. It was a great event last year. I'm looking forward to attending it again this year. Again, once more, the Maggard Razor Meetup, April 20th, 2024. Tickets are $35. I have my ticket. I hope to see you there. Well, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is also available as a podcast. Just get up to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more. And the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast, as well as our other podcast, Second Cup, will come right up. Both of those podcasts are available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and now right here on YouTube. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Hang on one minute. One more sip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not bad. A little long in the tooth. Not the fall of the coffee. But... Uh, Found it kind of squirreled away in the back of the pantry, the McCafe coffee. It's holding up okay. It's not bad. It's okay. But yeah, uh, I think uh, a fresher bag is definitely uh, on the shopping list. But again, the Lenten season, you don't want to waste anything, that sort of thing. I don't want to waste anything ordinarily, to be perfectly honest with you. But again, this is empty, so it gives me a, an excuse to go out and get another bag of McCafe and get the good fresh stuff. But it's not bad. It's okay. I'm just saying it's a little long in the tooth. That's how it impresses me. But still, but still, it's passable. Mm -hmm. Not bad. Not bad. I think the shelf life of some of the other coffees, the more um, upscale coffees that uh, viewers have sent uh, to the channel uh, have held up uh, much, much better. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's, I'm not sure. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. But for some reason, the McCafe... McCafe uh, is good, but I think it was, it's was it been around uh, <laughs> a little too long, and I saw that I needed to finish it off, so that's what we did this morning. So not bad. A good passable cup of coffee this morning from the McDonald's McCafe. Uh, we're going to get a fresh bag, and when we get a fresh bag, we'll be sure to use it on the channel, on the Monday morning mailbag, and uh, get a really good, fresh cup of McDonald's McCafe coffee. Oh, one more sip. One more sip. Hmm. Oh, that tells you right there, it's not too bad because I am drinking it. <laughs> so great to be with you. Thanks so much for stopping by and sharing your time with me this morning. we got a great, great refill segment for you here. Uh, we'll kick it off with something from the luxury shaving hobbyist. And he writes, hi, Mark. I live 20 minutes from Philadelphia, so a visit to the Ohio house is in my near future. I might even feature it on my YouTube channel. I have a bunch of soaps from Hendrix, and I have to say that Pete does an incredible job. Best regards, Glenn. Hey, Glenn, thanks very much. This is in regards to um, a William Meredith's uh, heads up on a piece of Ohio history at 
Philadelphia or in Philadelphia, the Ohio House. We covered it in the previous Monday morning mailbag. If you missed that episode, check it out. But there is a house that was built for the World's Fair uh, in Philadelphia uh, in 1876, I think, as I recall. And uh, it was never taken apart. It was never disassembled or knocked down. And it's been there ever since. And uh, the good folks of Philadelphia have made sure to maintain it and to update it and keep it uh, keep it going. And uh, it really is neat to see this piece of Ohio in Philadelphia. So, Glenn, thanks very much for the heads up on visiting the Ohio House. And we will link to his channel so you can check out uh, that video when it airs, The Luxury Shaving Hobbyist on YouTube. And he has a really neat shaving channel. And I'm looking at some of the thumbnails here. Really, really terrific. He's got one right here. Subtle Art Soap Company, Citrus Bay Rum, a Grizzly Bay Brush, and a Thiers Insert 188 Spartacus Straight Razor. Check him out. <laughs> that sounds great. Absolutely fantastic. So check out his channel. And again, we'll link it below so you can check out all of his shaving content. And also check out his visit to the Ohio House when it airs. Glenn, thanks very much for passing that along. Again, we'll link his channel below. Uh, this comes from Rob Bruno. Your reaction to a cartridge razor, very nice. Your reaction to a safety razor, great shave followed by a hand clap. Yeah, <laughs> this is all you need to know. Yeah, this is in regards to the review we did on the Gillette uh, Salute to Service cartridge razor with the exfoliating bar there. And uh, there was, what was this, this Flexi 2D disc head here, and it pivots this way, and it goes back and forth, and, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, it was it was okay. We talked about it because of uh, TSA regulations, and uh, Greg from Virginia very, very kindly sent it to the channel. And it does serve a good cause. It points out a good cause, the TAPS program, uh, and uh, really, that is kind of a neat program. Check that out again. Uh, but yeah, uh, 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 an okay, a good shave, a good shave. Let's put it that way, a good shave. But I really, really like safety razors. I like the safety razor shave, but I realize there are times when you might not be able to have a safety razor with you. And that's why we talk about different cartridge razors out there. And of course, there are some viewers out there that like cartridge razors, so we we, we point some of the newer cartridge razors uh, that, are out, that are available out to those viewers as well. And again, let me just show you one other thing here. The razor head right here, okay, when you detach it, that, that exfoliating bar stays on the handle. So I don't know how long this exfoliating bar is good for. I don't know. But it seems to me that once it wears down, then you got to buy a whole new handle uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. And then it fits fits in like that. So that, yeah, that's it. And of course it came with a, uh, a base, which is kind of nice. But yeah, that's the uh, Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar salute to service, NFL salute to service um, cartridge razor. So uh, yeah, thanks for pointing that out, Rob. I think I, uh, yeah, I, I think I gave myself up there. <laughs> Wally Pankowski wrote, uh, the Shave Nation Shave Bowl looks interesting, but at that price, one should look at the Piera and the Cayune shave bowls. They also are indestructible and much larger in the bowl area. I have never had any lather overflow in either bowl. They are certainly worth a look. Wally, thanks very, very much. We've been talking about the Shave Nation indestructible uh, and uh, looks very, very good. Uh, and Wally says that the 
Pereira. That's 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 spelled P-E-R-E-I-R-A. I may have mispronounced it the first time around. It looks like Pereira and the Cayun shave bowls. Yeah, those are both very, very nice. And as he say, and as he says, they are indestructible in their own way as well. And uh, they probably come in at a, a nicer price point, I think is what he's saying here. So uh, yeah, take a look at those. We'll try to link those below in the description. Wally, thanks very much for, for passing that along. Uh, this comes from Christian Ortlep, and he writes, Hi, Mark. Great 3MB like ever. Thank you very much, Christian. I appreciate that. But I have to correct you. There are two more slant adjustable razors. Well, one is hard or impossible to get nowadays because it's a Russian-made one, the home-like Elbrus. The other is the new Yaki Ultima Slant Slope. And there is finally a vintage one from Waldbush. That's spelled W-A-L-D-B-U-S-C-H. And coming back to the Mule R89 and their razor blades, they are the only razor blades I gave 10 out of 10 together with the feather. They are nicely smooth and sharp at once. I suggest others to try them. Have a nice week and greetings from Germany. Christian, Christian, thanks very much for the comment. Thanks for the heads up and uh, information regarding the other slant razors that are available. Uh, be perfectly honest with you, I have not heard of any of these. We'll try to look those up and get links to those in the description below. So thank you very, very much for uh, pointing those out. Of course, we were talking about the Rex Council slant adjustable razor from Rex Supply. I happen to have one, and uh, it's a fantastic, fantastic razor. So we will uh, definitely get the information on the other three that uh, Christian has listed here. Uh, not sure if I'm going to be able to find information on the home-like Elbrus because it's a Russian Russian slant, but you never know. We might be able to come across it. Uh, and if anybody out there uh, knows where those links and information are, please comment below, let us know, or, or email to me, because YouTube sometimes doesn't, doesn't allow uh, folks who comment to leave a link there because uh, maybe a, you know, a spam filter, that sort of thing going on. Uh, YouTube can kind of be a little finicky when it comes to that sort of thing. But if you, if you have information on that, just email me at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and I'll be sure to list it in the description below. So hopefully we'll find it uh, by airtime. If not, we'll, we'll follow up uh, due to uh, viewers' very, very kind and generous sharing of information. So thanks very much for that, Christian. Really do appreciate it. Uh, this comes from Brian Caves, 4146. I use a recycled butter bowl with hot glue strips as ridges inside for shave cream. Boom, lather. All about five cents. Yeah, we've been talking about repurposing different containers uh, to store shave soap or to build lather, that sort of thing. And uh, Brian Caves has a great solution. A recycled butter bowl with hot glue strips as ridges inside so he can build a lather from shave cream. That's, <laughs> that's a great, great solution. Uh, Brian, when you get a chance, we'll do a follow-up. Send me a photo of that so I can show all the viewers what it looks like. Thanks very, very much for that. Viewer Jim from Northfield writes, Hey Mark, there is a seller at an antique mall in Ravenna that has dozens of those vintage Avon aftershave new old stock decanters for just 3 to $5 still in original boxes. All sorts of scents to choose from. So if anyone is in the northern Ohio area, they should check them out. Jim from Northfield. Hey, Jim, thanks very, very much. Folks, I will follow up with Jim and get a link 
to that uh, antique mall and put it in the description below so you know where to go, you know where to look. Uh, that is really, really neat. Of course, we learned about these Avon aftershave decanters from Ken Surfs. He did a wonderful video on these Avon uh, aftershave decanters that are very, very affordable on eBay, but here is an antique mall in Ravenna that has a lot of them. New old stock for 3 to $5. A great Great opportunity to get something at a really, really nice price point because as Ken Surfs uh, mentioned, uh, as soon as the popularity of these things start to spread, you know the price is going to go up. So uh, thanks very much for passing this along, Jim. Really do appreciate it. Again, we'll get the link from Jim and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll post it below or directions or the name of the antique mall, that sort of thing. So you can, uh, you can check it out. And if you're in the, if you're in that area of Ohio, Northeast Ohio, stop in at this antique mall in Ravenna and you will be able to pick up an Avon aftershave, new old stock decanter for just three to $5 still in its original box. Wow. Jim, thanks very much for that. Really do appreciate it. Viewer beyond the 90 wrote, I can definitely appreciate supporting the Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors charity that Gillette mentions on the website, linked to in the description of the video. However, I think there is a better way to support TAPS and showing subscribers, new and old alike, about the variety of single cartridge razors one can put in their carry-on airplane DOP kit. As a possible suggestion annually around Veterans or Memorial Day, it might make an interesting fundraiser idea to do videos revisiting the single cartridge razors. Gillette Guard, Penny Shaver, Bic Metal, and Uno Shaves are just the ones I remember from going through all your videos. And do them as fundraisers to TAPS directly. There are plenty of single cartridge razors that are TSA approved. New subscribers to the channel can see them in action and donations would go to that wonderful cause. It's kind of funny, I finally threw all my non-guard and penny shaver cartridges away this weekend doing some winter cleaning, still testing those two out to see which ones I like better. You also nailed the biggest flaw with this cartridge. Now he's referring to the NFL, <laughs> NFL salute to service cartridge razor. You also nailed the biggest flaw with this cartridge, forcing a new handle to get a new exfoliating bar. That alone should make this razor an immediate no-buy recommendation while donating to TAPS directly the cost of what the razor would be. That's a very, very good idea. And again, we pointed that out, that, you know, the exfoliating bar stays there. And I don't know how long that's going to that's gonna, that's gonna keep. I don't know how long that's going to wear off. You know, what's the life of that thing? You have to buy a whole new handle. Uh, I do thank you for bringing TAPS to my attention. I have added them to my list of charities to donate to. Uh, that would That's absolutely fantastic, and I like the recommendation. I wouldn't know exactly how to do the fundraiser, but maybe we can provide information to TAPS so folks can donate directly, as you suggested, and make a reminder of it uh, every uh, Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Absolutely fantastic idea. So thank you very much for that beyond the 90. Really do appreciate it. Hey, Robert Stefanko wrote, I used a cartridge razor for decades. I hated every minute of it. I just started shaving with a safety razor and I look forward to shaving now. I got so much skin irritation and it was because of all those blades. I don't think I could ever go back. Uh, Robert, thanks very, very much for that. That's why a lot of uh, shavers have abandoned cartridge razors and come over to the safety razor because uh, of you know the multi-blade cartridge heads. But again, 
you know, your mileage may vary. And because of TSA regulations, we talk about cartridge razors. But as Beyond the 90 mentioned, there are a lot of great single-edge cartridge razors available that will uh, that are approved, that are TSA approved. And the Penny Shaver from AP Shave Company comes to mind. That is, a, that is absolutely TSA approved. That's why uh, AP Shave is marketing marketing it because it's TSA approved. It's a single blade and it's a, it's a cartridge razor. So uh, you're not going to get that multiple bladed head in there. Now, I'll use a cartridge razor, uh, you know, in a pinch when I can't use a safety razor. And I like uh, my cartridge razors to be three blades or less. And I think that helps me somewhat. Uh, but there have been times where I have used a, uh, a three or four bladed cartridge a razor for a head shave, and, you know, I'll get a little razor bump every once in a while, especially on the back of my head. So, yeah. But again, we talk about cartridge razors because, again, your mileage may vary, and there are a lot of folks out there who like cartridge razors. I get that. So we'll talk about them. And again, uh, if you're going to fly away for the weekend and you're only taking a carry-on bag, the only option in that carry-on bag is either going to be an electric razor or a cartridge razor. Again, that's why we talk about them. But Robert, I uh, really appreciate your comments. And uh, you know what? A lot of wet shavers out there agree with you. I'm one of them. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks very much for that. Hey, Zach Norton of Norton Custom Design wrote, fantastic video, 100% picking up Bay Gum when it's out. Well, Bay Gum did launch uh, this past Saturday, February 17th. We did a review on it Thursday, the previous Thursday. Oh, yeah, absolutely fantastic. We did the review on the 15th, uh, Thursday, February 15th. And yeah, this is Bay Rum and Juicy Fruit. Absolutely fantastic. He continues here. Great video. Oh, no, he continues here. Uh, well, let me start over. Fantastic video. 100% picking up Bay Gum when it's out. Finally, a scent my wife may love since she likes Juicy Fruit. I also try to uh, heat my Ascension the same way. Love the feel of it. Yeah, we heated the Ascension razor, the copper Ascension razor, under nice hot tap water, and uh, that gives you a heated razor. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, I, I I recommend the copper Ascension razor. It's twist adjustable. It does a great job of giving you a wonderful close shave. You can open up that blade gap by just twisting the handle a little bit, close it up, make it milder by you know tightening it up. And uh, it just gives a great, great, great close shave. Uh, but it also is made out of copper, so it retains heat very, very well. So all you got to do is heat it up under some hot top tap water. Well, what I do is I heat it up under hot, hot tap water, and I give it a quick swirl in the sink. It brings that temperature down just enough to where it's a nice, warm razor without burning my face. And it's fantastic. <laughs> I really like it a lot. So, yeah, um, Glad to hear that you also heat up your copper ascension. Zach, really do appreciate you confirming how wonderful a process that is. Uh, Ken Williams wrote, Juicy Fruit, I never thought that would be a shave soap scent. Great video. I could almost smell it out here in Utah. I'm excited to try my R89 later today. I'll let you know how it goes. Have a great day. Hey, thanks very much for that, Ken. Yeah, Bay Gum. Uh, Juicy Fruit and Bay Rum, absolutely fantastic scent. We originally reviewed this uh, this past Christmas, the 12 Shaves of Christmas. Bay Gum was part of the Phoenix Shaving Advent Calendar. That was a lot of fun. And uh, this definitely was, Bay Gum definitely was a favorite 
for me and also uh, other wet shavers out there who happen to get the advent calendar. So yeah, this is I think this is the first one uh, that is being released from the calendar that was on the list to be uh, released. The uh, shaving soaps yet to come. And it really is a fantastic, fantastic scent. If you haven't seen the video this past Thursday, February 15th, check it out. Had a great shave with it. And let us know how you like the uh, Mula R89. We've been talking about that lately. Thanks again to Mark Bagwell for very kindly sending the razor along the channel and allowing me to share it with all the viewers out there. It really is a terrific razor. Really a, a nice, mild, daily shaver uh, razor. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, Charles Price wrote, um, Hi, Mar Hey, Mark. Hope all is well. I just saw replacement heads for the Salute to Service razor, and they were on sale for $25.99 for four. Regular price was $29.99. I think they should teach those kids to use a safety razor for two reasons, a better shave and fiscal responsibility. Laugh out loud. Thanks, <laughs> Chuck. Hey, Charles, thanks very much for pointing that out. That's another downside to cartridge razors. You know, the cost of these cartridge heads can get up there, absolutely. And, uh, you know, the way they design these handles and that sort of thing, it gets into the uh, area of being proprietary, so you can't get a an alternate cartridge razor head for, for the handle, so to speak, and uh, you're kind of locked into the uh, Gillette brand which is why they're going to charge you almost thirty dollars for four for four of them, four replacement heads, for a regular price of twenty nine ninety nine, thirty bucks. Wow, I don't know how many shaves you get from it, and I, again, I don't know how long that exfoliating bar is going to last. But again, you know, something to talk about, something to discuss, so you, you know, you get a little more information, and <laughs> I think it makes the. Uh, the safety razor and traditional wet shave all the more attractive, absolutely. So thanks for that, Charles. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another refill segment for this week. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Viewer Bill Murphy wrote, Great shave, Mark. You lucky dog. I put this in my must-have list after trying it from the advent calendar, and my wife liked it too. Can't wait to order it. Have a great week. Well, Bill again is referring to Bay Gum from Phoenix Shaving. We just mentioned this in the refill segment, but it's worth a mention here again in new wet shaving gear because it is new from Phoenix Shaving. First introduced in the uh, 12 Shaves of Christmas Advent Calendar this past Christmas. Uh, definitely a favorite in the Advent Calendar. I know I absolutely liked it, and a lot of other viewers out there who uh, received the Advent Calendar really liked it as well. And it's terrific, and it's probably the easiest shave soap scent to describe, and everyone will instantly know uh, what the scent is because it's Juicy Fruit and Bay Rum. And <laughs> that is absolutely it. And it is such a nice mashup. And again, it's a Formula CK6. And I love Formula CK6. And it just makes heaps and heaps of lather. Absolutely fantastic. And again, if you get it, get the bundle. 
the aftershave is absolutely wonderful. And again, same great, same great wonderful scent. Really, really terrific. So yeah, uh, from Phoenix Shaving Bay Gum uh, Shave Soap. Uh, the Shave Soap and the Aftershave Splash. Juicy Fruit and Bay Rum. What a great mashup. And uh, really, really enjoyed this one. Really liked this one. Uh, Bill Murphy also likes it a lot. And other viewers out there who tried it in the advent calendar uh, have said that they really, really enjoyed it. So uh, it went on sale. It launched uh, this past Saturday, February 17th at the Arizona Wet Shave Meetup, by the way. So uh, it's available online. Check it out. We'll have links below. Bill, thanks again for confirming how wonderful this particular scent is. Bay Gum from Phoenix Shaving. Viewer Jamie Horn checked in with a review of the Mula Waffle Knit Shave Towels. I never knew this. Mula has shave towels. Uh, and Jamie wrote, I have used my set of Mula Waffle Knit Shave Towels, and I must admit, they are the finest ones I have ever owned. In addition to the thickness that intensifies the heat-retaining capability, the patented waffle nap possesses a very distinct massaging quality that I have found prominent in no other shaving towel. These were a gift from Mark Bagwell. Thank you, Mark. The Mula Waffle Knit Shave Towel just makes me love my Skin Act hot towel cabinet all that much more. I highly recommend these towels. Jamie Horn. Jamie, thanks very much for the great review of the Mule Waffle Knit Shave Towel. Really do appreciate it. Folks, we'll have a link below where you can find these towels on Mula's website. They look absolutely fantastic. And yeah, I, I agree. That waffle nap, that waffle knit, that nap, that looks really, really terrific. I'm going to look into getting a couple myself and putting them putting those in the hot towel cabinet. Really looking forward to that. So thanks very much for a terrific review, uh, Jamie, on the Mula Waffle Knit Shave Towels. Uh, folks, again, we'll have links below. Jamie, really do appreciate it. Viewer Jimmy V Photography sent along his review of Vico Turmeric Shave Cream. Now, we've been talking about the Vico Shave Cream in previous Monday morning mailbags. Jimmy gave it a test drive, and he sent in the following review. Uh, this is a tube of shaving cream. It comes out like toothpaste. I squeezed out a generous half inch and spread it across the bottom of the huge vanulae bowl, then started whipping up a lather with my well-soaked but twice-squeezed PAA Amber Aerolite brush. The brush was wet but not dripping. Lather started building immediately. I always whip my lather for two minutes, and this was no exception. At the end of the two minutes, I had a ton of slippery lather, as much as any soap you'll run across. I went with my Henson Titanium 22 version 2 medium with a first-use Super Iridium blade taking on two days' growth. Shave prep was my usual shower and double PAA menthol cube. I like finishing my shower with the first application of the cube. It always leaves my face feeling super clean and refreshed. Then I'll use the cube again a bit before applying my shaving lather. Brush loaded up. It's time for the lather to meet the face. Great coverage and depth of the lather. I like a thick coat of lather on my face and Vico didn't disappoint. It went on smoothly and coverage was great. It didn't take long before I could feel the cooling effect the box described. It wasn't the smack of menthol, just a cool feeling that was described on the Vico box. 
It provided good cushioning and pretty good slide. The Vickle lather certainly works well for smooth passes. The one thing that I noticed is that it lacked that residual slickness that soaps like Phoenix Shaving CK6 and Ginger's Garden leave behind. There's no smooth polishing slickness. When the razor goes past, the skin is damp, but no longer slick. While the Henson razor does a very effective job of scooping up all the lather on a pass, the other artisan soaps managed to leave some slickness behind. This is not the case with the Vico. I tried adding a little water on my skin for the next lathering and chafe pass, but it didn't really make any difference in the residual slickness. That minty feel remained for all four passes with no nicks or irritation. It washed off clean and my skin felt really fresh. Alum feedback was extremely mild. No zings or stings at all. For sure, I'd call this a good shave. For my second shave with the Vico Turmeric, I used my Phoenix Shaving Copper Dock with a German Wilkinson First Use Blade. Same brush and bowl as the first shave, but this time I used a non-mentholated cube. I wanted to verify that the cooling effect I felt wasn't from the cube. As before, I felt the cooling effect shortly after applying the lather, proving that what I felt before was the Vico lather and not from the cube. I also whipped up two separate bowls of lather, one with a bit more water than the other. I wanted to see if perhaps my water-soap ratio needed to be tweaked to get that residual polishing slickness. I also thought that using the copper dock and the way it leaves a bit of lather trail might have an effect on this issue. Neither change in the soap-to-water mixture seemed to have had an effect on the slickness. Both were great for the shaving passes. Neither left anything in the way of residual slickness to the extent the other soap brands did. The double open comb did help a little, but that's primarily because of the tiny amount of actual lather it leaves behind. Testing a bit more, I popped the blade out of the copper dock and into the Henson TI medium. Same results as the first shave. If the lather is gone, so is the slickness which might be a benefit to some as the cleanup with a splash of water is all that's needed. Your skin is clean and feeling fresh. The notable ingredient is extract of turmeric. It's supposed to have medical benefits, and for any who might be concerned about interaction with blood thinners, I was. My cardiologist said, used externally, I shouldn't have any problems. Naturally, check with your doctor. Printed on the box is that it's only for sale in India, Mauritius, and Sark countries. S-A-A-R-C. Sark countries. My conclusion is that this is a nice shave cream and would be a nice addition to someone's den. I'm going to pass it along to my son-in-law and see what he has to say about it. Like me, this would be his first time with a toothpaste tube of shave cream. Jimmy, Thanks very much for a really wonderful in-depth review of Vico Turmeric Shave Cream. Uh, I found the same to be true. No residual slickness. And I also had a little bit of fading on the lather. And I think maybe my uh, water to cream ratio was a little bit off. I think you have to be very, very specific with your water to cream ratio in order to get that lather to maintain its body and density. So it sounds like you were absolutely spot on uh, with your lather water to soap ratio. So again, 
Thanks so much for a really, really terrific in-depth review of Vico Turmeric Shave Cream. Thanks again, Jimmy. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Mark Bagwell sent along this review of Phoenix Shaving Cavendish Shave Soap. This is one that uh, viewers have mentioned before and really, really like a lot. Uh, Mark wrote, Cavendish is the second oldest scent created by Douglas Smythe at Phoenix Shaving. So why am I doing a review of a soap that's been around for years? Uh, simple. It's that good. It's so good. I love popping the top and inhaling the deeply aromatic blend of dark Kentucky and burly tobacco, enhanced with the delicate taste of cherry and just a touch of vanilla. And yep, it smells as good as it sounds, and you don't need to worry about secondhand soap. Let's talk about performance. It's CK6, so you know it will create mounds of thick, rich lather that provides plenty of slickness. It doesn't matter if you choose a synthetic or a natural hairbrush, it's gonna lather. You need to try Cavendish, but it's a lot more than just a shave soap. There is an aftershave cologne, star jelly, deodorant, shampoo, body soap, solid cologne, and an EDP. It doesn't get much better than this. Mark, thanks for a great, great review and endorsement of Cavendish. As I say, viewers have mentioned this before, and uh, I'm definitely putting it on my wish list. And I think a lot of other viewers, after hearing your review, are going to put it on their wish list as well. Folks, we'll have links below to Phoenix Shavings Cavendish. It sounds absolutely wonderful. The scent sounds absolutely wonderful. Mark, thanks again for a wonderful review of Phoenix Shaving Cavendish. Well, as we mentioned earlier in the show, before you know it, it'll be warming up and people will be out and about doing all sorts of things, playing pickleball, of course, <laughs> and also traveling. And if you need a new toiletry bag for the spring and summer travel season, well, check out this one reviewed by Mark Bagwell. It's available on Etsy. And Mark writes, review of my new toiletry bag. To begin with, this is an excellent toiletry bag. It looks great and feels even better. The bag is made of canvas and comes in your choice of six colors. Blue, black, army green, gray, brown, and dark brown. I chose the brown and am very pleased with my selection. The bag can be engraved with your name and there are six fonts to choose from. The zipper opens and closes easily. The inside of the bag is the usual size and comes with an inner liner. There are three inner pockets, but only one of those inner pockets can be zipped closed. So let's talk price. The base price is $14.69. Adding engraving brings it to $16.46. Shipping was $4, bringing the total to $20.46. And yes, I really like this bag and I think it's well worth the price. I'm thinking of ordering a couple more to keep some of my excess razors in. A good toiletry bag can have a dozen uses. A link to the Etsy store 
will be provided. Hey, Mark, thanks for a great review and also thanks for the link to the Etsy store where folks can check out this toiletry bag. Again, folks, we'll have the link below. It sounds absolutely wonderful and a really, really terrific price point. And again, Mark, I agree with you at that price point, it's worth getting a few more uh, for razor storage. An absolutely fantastic, fantastic idea. So Mark, thanks again for a really, really terrific review. Folks, we'll have the link below to a really, really terrific toiletry bag at a nice price point available on Etsy. Mark, thanks again very much. This is really, really special. We have a review of a Tatara Masamuni razor from Bill Murphy. Uh, I was really excited to see this in email. Bill, thank you very, very much. And uh, Bill wrote, hi, Mark. I recently purchased a Tatara Masamune razor from Amazon using Christmas gift cards and a few of my own dollars. It is a very mild razor with a negative blade exposure. Even with the negative blade exposure, the shave is efficient and comfortable with very little blade feel. The first shave, I used a Persona Comfort Coat and I got a lot of irritation. My second shave, I used a Wilkinson sword blade and got a great shave with this razor with no irritation, nicks or weepers, and no stinging or zings. Very comfortable and BBS. I also used my Ken Surf's 2023 brush. It made a great lather with the Phoenix Shaving Coconut Oud Shave Soap. If you like the scent of coconut, this is a wonderful scent. If you like blade feel, this razor is not for you. In that case, you might want to look at the Tatara Masamuni Nodachi, which has a positive exposure. Also, take a look at the Tatara Muramasa Adjustable Safety Razor. It has a unique adjustable system. Instead of the blade gap adjusting up and down, the base plate adjusts in and out from the center of the handle. See the link below. Uh, wow, thank you so much for this review, Bill. I think it's the first time we've had a review on the Tatara Masumune uh, razor and some of the other related razors that you uh, have linked. Thank you so much. We'll provide those links below, folks, where you can check them all out. But the razor looks absolutely beautiful, a stunningly beautiful razor. And the Coconut Oud Shave Soap from Phoenix Shaving sounds absolutely wonderful. Coconut Oud, yeah, that sounds really, really very, very unique, great, distinct, wonderful scent. So, Bill, thank you very, very much for the great review on the Masamuni, the Tatara Masamuni uh, razor. Enjoy that razor. Congratulations on getting one. That's absolutely fantastic. Again, looks wonderful. And thanks so much for sharing your experience with all the viewers out there. Thanks again, Bill. Really do appreciate it. Oh, one other thing. Bill also provided a link where uh, the virtual groom room reviewed the uh, Tatara Muramasa adjustable razor. We'll provide that link below. The gentleman on the virtual groom room does a really nice job in reviewing that razor. You can get a really, really good look at the Tatara Muramasa adjustable razor. Hey, Bill, thanks very much for that link. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up this week's look at new wet shaving gear. Thanks very much to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some of these questions and comments.
Viewer Aaron Watson wrote the following regarding TSA regulations and safety razors. And he wrote, Hey Mark, I wanted to send a quick note to comment on the recent discussion about TSA rules concerning safety razors. I travel two or three weeks a month for work, so I have seen this situation several times. The TSA allows the razor itself in carry-ons just without the blades. The blades should not be in the razor, but in your checked luggage. If someone is determined to use a safety razor, you can always pick up blades at your destination. I will, however, give a word of caution. The TSA is very inconsistent with how their rules are enforced, and an agent could take your razor even if no blades are loaded. If you wish to travel with a safety razor, I recommend taking one you can live without and not a good one. Thanks, Aaron Watson. Aaron, thanks very, very much for this firsthand account. Really do appreciate it. Of course, we've been talking about this TSA rule and safety razors. Mantic 59 mentioned to us last year at the Maggard Meetup, by the way, that uh, safety razors will absolutely not be allowed in your carry-on luggage. They will confiscate it. Aaron is reporting that there seems to be a little bit of leeway there, but again, it's inconsistent. It looks like, it sounds like uh, TSA agents have personal discretion as to whether or not they're going to confiscate that razor. Uh, so flying out, they, they might say, yeah, you can keep the razor in your, in your carry-on, and maybe flying back, they're going to confiscate it. Who knows? It is inconsistent, but I do agree with Aaron that if you... Uh, insist on taking a safety razor in your carry-on. First of all, don't have any blades with it. And second of all, take one that you can afford to lose. <laughs> take one that isn't, uh, that isn't you know, the family heirloom, that isn't a, a top shelf, uh, really, really nice razor. Take something like the Pearl L55 that comes in at under $20. I think if you get the Chrome version, that comes in at under $15 and delivers a really, really nice shave. So if for some reason that's in your carry-on and an agent pulls it for whatever reason, uh, you're not out a lot of money. But uh, thanks again for this, Aaron. Really do appreciate it. Uh, again, there seems to be a little inconsistency here in how those rules are being enforced going forward. Uh, once more, we learned from Mantic 59 that absolutely no safety razors in a uh, carry-on bag, the agent will confiscate it. And Aaron is reporting that, no, there seems to be a little leeway there, although it is inconsistent. So uh, I'll leave it to you folks. Uh, you make the decision. But again, great recommendations by Aaron. Uh, take along a safety razor in your carry-on that you can afford to lose. Absolutely great, great advice there, Aaron. And thanks again for the, uh, the update and the report. Really do appreciate it. Well, earlier in the show, we mentioned that we were going to be sharing a new razor with you, actually a new razor handle, and a big thank you to Ken Surf for the heads up on this one. Now, if you saw his video regarding the vintage Avon aftershave decanters, he also showed a vintage Avon solid brass razor handle, I think it dates back to the 1980s, that is compatible with the Gillette Track 2 cartridge head system. And I went up to eBay and I ordered one of these and it arrived a few days ago. These are solid brass razor handles. Uh, they were personalized and many of them are new old stock and you can buy them for four and five dollars. 
Uh, and here's the one that arrived just a few days ago. And I paid an extra $5 for shipping. For, so for $10, I got a vintage solid brass Avon razor handle that's compatible with the Gillette Track 2 cartridge head system. So let's take a look at it, and I'll show you what it looks like. And you know, I'm going to pull it out here like this. Now, now here is here is the uh, the actual razor right here. Let me show it to you like that. And you can see right here that my finger is on the original cartridge head, the original Track 2 cartridge head that was already installed on the handle. Here it is right here. So that's vintage as well. This is new old stock. It was never used. And it's also personalized with someone's initials. So I'll show that, I'll show that to you in a minute as well. So I, I took this off and I wanted to set it aside because uh, it's a vintage uh, cartridge head. And I went ahead and I installed a Gillette Track 2 Plus uh, cartridge razor head on it. Look at that. That has the lubricating strip. And there you go. It's fully compatible with Gillette Track 2 and other brands of Gillette or other brands of Track 2 cartridge heads. So it looks absolutely beautiful. It has nice weight, solid brass, has a beautiful shine to it. Here's the initials right here. GRM. Now, I don't know who GRM was, uh, but I like to think of that as standing for a great razor mark. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so for $10, you got a beautiful razor handle uh, that you can throw into your adopt kit or your carry-on because that's the whole point of this. We've been talking about the TSA and safety razors, whether you can take them in your carry-on, that sort of thing. Well, here's what could be a very economical solution for you in this razor handle. Now, the thing is, the Gillette Track 2 Plus cartridge heads are pretty pricey. On Amazon, they're asking $22.74 for 10 of these. Wow, that's a lot of money. However, you can get the uh, Colonel Conk uh, Track 2 uh, cartridge heads right here for only uh, $8.90. Uh, and these are compatible with this razor handle. I already double-checked that. And the reason why they're compatible is because of this channel uh, right there in the razor handle. See that channel right there? Well, let me explain. I happen to have a Franklin uh, vintage Track 2 razor handle that belonged to my late father. And I bought the Colonel Conk uh, Track 2 cartridge heads thinking it was going to be compatible with this razor handle. Now you can see the head of the razor handle is solid. It doesn't have that channel. Well, the Colonel Conk cartridge head uh, had a little center post right here, right here in the center of the cartridge head, which meant that this this handle did not, this, 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 this head on the handle did not slide all the way over because that, that center post was raised too much and that, that uh, there wasn't any clearance for this uh, cartridge head, this razor head to pass over that. Uh, and it just didn't work. So I had to buy the Gillette Track 2 Plus cartridges and they were rather pricey. I bought them locally, but they were still rather pricey. Well, the nice thing is, is that there's this channel in the Avon handle right there. And there's plenty of clearance uh, to get by that center post. So uh, that's really neat. So you don't have to buy a Gillette cartridge head. Uh, this will be compatible with all brands of the Track 2 cartridge head system. Uh, and the nice thing is, Persona makes a Twin Plus cartridge head 
and then they give you 50 blades for only $10.99. Wow. So think of it. For $20, you get a great handle, and you also get a lot of twin cartridge heads to fit on that handle for traveling, uh, throwing in your dop kit, and having something that will give you a shave uh, if you can't take your safety razor in your carry-on. And that's the whole point of this exercise is to show you that there's this option out there that is not going to cost a lot of money. You get a great-looking handle that's solid brass, and you can get some uh, nice twin-bladed cartridge heads that will fit it and uh, give you a, a, a nice shave. Now, I ordered the uh, Twin Plus uh, cartridge heads, the 50 of them, uh, for uh, $10.99. They're arriving tomorrow. That's why I think I'm going to wait one more day to do the shave, and I will use the Persona Twin 2 Plus cartridge head on this handle and do the review. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Ken did a review of this handle, and uh, really inspired me to get up to eBay, get one of these, but talk to you about it from the perspective of something you can put in your DAP kit and, uh, you know, put in your carry-on and be able to fly away with it for a three, four, five-day weekend, that sort of thing, and not have the TSA confiscate it because it's a cartridge head razor. And only two blades, and as I said, uh, if I have to use a cartridge uh, cartridge razor, I prefer something with three blades or less. And uh, this one uh, looks like it'll do a fine job of giving me a shave if I can't take my safety razor. So there it is, a vintage Avon solid brass personalized handle that fits Gillette Track 2 cartridge heads and other compatible uh, Track 2 cartridge heads. Uh, and you can get away for about 20 bucks, not a lot of money, uh, for a nice travel razor uh, that uh, the TSA will allow because it's a cartridge razor. So I just wanted to mention that to you. And yes, I know we've talked about single blade uh, cartridge heads and cartridge razors out there, but this is just another option if you don't want to spend a lot of money. $20 gets you a nice handle and a bunch of cartridges uh, from Persona. So looking forward to reviewing that. And again, a big thank you to Ken Surf for the heads up on the vintage Avon solid brass uh, Track 2 handle that's compatible with uh, the Track 2 cartridge head system. Thanks again, Ken. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Gary sent along this comment in email, and the subject heading reads, Trouble lathering Mitchell's wool fat? Not this guy. And Gary writes, Lori at Uncle L Shave's channel has no trouble creating a lather with Mitchell's wool fat soap. And Mitchell's wool fat can take a large amount of water. Watch the video. And he provides the video link, and we'll provide that video link below. Uh, and he continues, I still have not tried Mitchell's wool fat myself. I recall some discussion about a few people having trouble making lather with it. So Uncle L's video should be encouraging Gary. Now, in Uncle L Shave's description of that video, he writes, In this episode, I demonstrate the non-blooming bowl lathering method I like to use with Mitchell's Wool Fat and many other triple-milled hard soaps. For example, Tabak, Hoslinger, D.R. Harris, Saponificio Veracino, Razor Rock What the Puck, 
to name a few. Again, Gary, thanks very much for this. We'll, we will provide the link below, folks, so you can see that uh, video firsthand. Really neat demonstration, too, by the way. So thanks again, Gary. Really do appreciate it. Hey, hey, earlier in the show, we were talking about Vico Shave Cream and how it contains turmeric. Roderick McLeod sent along this regarding turmeric, and he wrote, regarding turmeric, love it, love it, love it. I've never tried anything that incorporates it as a topical treatment, but I've been using it for years as a supplement as well as a spice in cooking. Yeah, you know what? That reminds me. I, uh, I was using, I have been using Bio Emblem turmeric curcumin. And of course, I said I was going to get a new bottle and I did. Here it is right here. <laughs> I got the new bottle. I've been using this. I feel great. I'll have links below where you can check it out yourself. Bio Emblem turmeric curcumin. It really is. I, I feel great. I really do feel, I feel great. I feel like I have more mobility. I really do. It feel, it, it seems to be working very, very well. Uh, anyhow, he continues here. Uh, been using it for years as a supplement as well as a spice in cooking. It sure seems to help with my arthritis. It, it appears that just one of the benefits of topical turmeric is to lighten dark spots under eyes. I love the Asian cuisines that use it, but I don't cook with it nearly as often as I'd like. I lived in Southeast Asia as a teen, so I got exposed to a lot. At the time, I thought it was all about making food a pretty yellow color with a bit of earthy spiciness. Now I know that it's really good for you, and it's a great way to stain your fingers. <laughs> stain your fingers, cutting board, and countertop if you use the fresh stuff. It's also a basic indicator of pH. Yellow for acidic, reddish-orange for basic. Fortunately, it's available as a ground spice. Unfortunately, the stuff in your supermarket spice aisle isn't always the freshest. If you have access to an Asian, Indian, Middle Eastern market, that's the way to go. Because of high turnover, it tends to be good quality, fresh, and less expensive than supermarket spices, often in plastic bags to keep the price down, especially for Indian cooks because they use something called a masala daba, which is kind of like a spice toolbox tool set. They're traditionally fashioned out of wood, but lots are now made out of stainless steel. Just Google masala daba. That's spelled M-A-S-A-L-A, -A -A, and the second word is daba, D-A-B-B-A, and click on images. Now that I think about it, some of them would be a great way to store soaps on your counter, but I digress. An easy way to incorporate it into your diet is called golden milk. A warm cup of golden milk is a great bedtime drink. It's also really good mixed in yogurt with fruit. If you're not a dairy guy, there are also quite a few ways to incorporate it into your coffee as well as turmeric teas. Newman's Own has a great turmeric and ginger tea. You can even add some to canned soup. If you want to try adding it to your culinary repertoire, this list from Bon Appetit magazine has some great starting points, and we will provide that link below. Roderick, thanks for all the great background on turmeric. Again, folks, we've been talking about turmeric, the uh, bio emblem supplement that I've been taking. Check it out again. And also the uh, Vico turmeric shave cream. Thanks again to Jimmy V for a great review of this. And thanks to Roderick for some great, great background 
on turmeric in general. Thanks very, very much. Uh, thanks very, very much, Rob. I really do appreciate it. And again, folks, we'll have that link below to the Bon Appetit magazine recipes. Thanks again, Roderick. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday morning mailbag. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share. Please subscribe. Please like. Hit that bell so to give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artists and soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artists and shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady where you'll find all the Amazon-listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we have another Double Take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video or try to find all the differences before time runs out. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.